Welcome to Mothers of Held Angels, or as we say, MOHA. We are three dedicated and passionate moms who have lost babies to stillbirth and infant death. We formed a support group to help get through the dark days of grief. We touch on a variety of topics relating to life after loss, speak with experts, and enjoy healing conversations based on our own experiences. Don't forget to visit our website at www.mohanetwork.org for more information. And thank you for listening in. As the book of Matthew says, you are not alone here. Welcome back. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back, Moha listeners. This is our final episode of our third season. Yep. We wanted to give a little recap as to what has been going on in the world of Moha, what we've done over the past year. Um, We're excited to share about our second fundraiser, but first formal Mm -hmm. fundraiser um, and give you kind of a glimpse as to what's coming up yeah yeah gosh do we even have a a lot's happened in a year yeah, first of all when you said a year I was like we, we should have wrote down a big list <laughs> but um just in the just in general we've grown a lot yeah. this year I feel like we went from like two or three moms at coffee and conversation and now we have seems like eight to ten regulars yeah, every yeah. week so beautiful yeah. love that mm-hmm. um we still have the hopes of having um, a second MOHA chapter, whether we expand that either into the Austin area or um, into a suburb of a different suburb in the Houston area. We would love to expand out to the woodlands. We are located on the west side of Houston and driving from west to east is about an hour. So that gives you a perspective of kind of how big Houston is mm-hmm. if you're not currently living here. Um so we have big hopes and dreams for the future of Moha, but right now we're still kind of geared towards our coffee and conversation meetings on the West side. Mm-hmm. Um, Shout out to the Woodlands. If you're a Woodlands mom listening. Um, yeah. Throw us get, an get, email yeah. if it's something get ready. you're interested well, in. Well, and a lot, we've had a lot of engagement from the Woodlands, not just from, um, well, And I imagine it's from our um, partnership with Methodist, the Woodlands, Mm -hmm. um, and their labor and delivery department. They have um, amazing leadership and nurses Mm -hmm. working there who Mm -hmm. are so engaged. But also um, the engagement from the mom loss community there Mm -hmm. through social media. Mm -hmm. They email us. They contact us. I mean, we've had a lot of people reach out mm-hmm. saying that they're in the woodlands. They've either received our angel box or know someone who has a connection with Moha. Mm-hmm. And that's very um, reassuring and touching and touching yeah. um, to hear that we are able to touch moms and be a part of their journey, no matter how small or big that is. Mm-hmm. So I think that's always been our goal, too, is to grow that way, to mm-hmm. grow with the with the moms Mm -hmm. and how our community is getting bigger because moms are coming back. And we knew that was going to happen. Yes. We know that moms want to reach back out after their loss. We know moms want to talk about it. We know moms want to be part of a community and it just has grown naturally like that. And a testament to the, I I agree the the um, labor and delivery unit in the woodlands, but it just organically got bigger through the woodlands. So hopefully I, I hope that the woodlands has another chapter Mm -hmm. by the end of 
at least this next year, you know? Oh yeah. That would be yeah. great. Um, speaking of moms of loss, we started our angel ambassador program this year. Mm-hmm. We've had great success in getting nine mm-hmm. moms mm-hmm. trained. So these are moms of loss who have experienced, um, from the beginning to the end and on mm-hmm. of everything that we, the three of us have been through, um, have felt a need to want to give back. And, um, we've created this angel ambassador program to, um, train these moms to go in and be a MOHA representative at the bedside in the mm-hmm. hospital. Um, we really feel like that is, um, a minimum standard mm-hmm. that a mom should have while she's in the hospital is somebody to look her in the eyes and say, you're not going to die. You're feeling like you're dying in this moment. And I'm here to tell you that you're going to take one step and the Mm -hmm. next step, and I'm going to show you how, and I'm going to walk this journey with you. And Mm -hmm. I want to teach you about this journey that you're, you're going to walk through. So Mm -hmm. the eyes of hope, you Mm -hmm. know, um, absolutely. And that's where we go and, and present our angel box. Um, a huge part of, of us being able to raise funds is to be able to supply each mom with an angel box. Mm-hmm. And then we go in and we teach her about our cuddle cot. And, you know, we want every hospital to have this bereavement device. Um, so each mom they're they're created this invite We create this environment with the help of the hospital that just nurtures her and loves her and mm-hmm. treats her with the utmost compassion and care. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's these partnerships with these hospitals that we've created and we want to continue to create. So a huge chunk of our, of our mission, um, it is this angel ambassador program and everything that, that comes along with it. So yeah. that was yeah, super and exciting. And Anna coined it the angel experience, yeah. right? So yeah. like mm-hmm. we started out with, we want angel ambassadors and how they will play a role in utilizing the tools that we're giving these hospitals. And then it transformed into creating a standard of care that every mom deserves to have. Mm-hmm. The bare minimum is cuddle cut, angel box with memory making tools and somebody to walk them through it. Mm -hmm. And then Anna coined it the angel experience. And it's the three of those things, you know, together and how they are presented to a mom of loss. And when the Moha, yeah, the Moha angel experience is, should be the bare minimum at least, you know, know, we know that so many hospitals have even more stuff and we think that's fabulous, Yeah, but but let's at least get every, every system with a Moha angel experience started so that we know that all moms can walk into a room with another mom and know that they've had that standard of care without feeling like they didn't get time with their baby. Right. Knowing that time with their baby is an option. Yeah. That's like, just a y- it would blow yeah. your mind the number of women who did not have that opportunity to yeah. make memories with their babies because they didn't even know it was an option. Yeah. Well, and and I'm sure, uh, say it's, you know, Susie off the street and is wondering, you know, why does a mom need all this and mm-hmm. what's the point of all this? We want this mom going through this most horrific experience, very traumatic time in her life to leave with the least amount of regrets possible. Um, It's very obvious, but this is the only time that they're going to get with their child. And so we want them to be able to make the most of every minute that they're in the hospital, whether they choose to stay one night or they want to stay four. 
We want them to have every tool possible for them to be able to decide what's best for them, what's best for their heart, what's best for their families. Mm -hmm. And then they can choose from there. But at least they are given the choice. And that's ultimately what we want at Moha is every mom is given the choice, but we want to empower her Mm -hmm. to be able to create the best time that Mm -hmm. she could possibly have with her child. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's talk about real quick, because with that comes to mind, like generational gaps, right? mm -hmm. So think of the people who are supporting mom when she loses a baby, right? So it's usually going to be the generation before them because... Yeah. I mean, husbands are there for emotional support and mm-hmm. guidance, but I think as far as like exact baby loss, it usually comes from a woman of an older generation. Mm-hmm. And so we talk about bringing awareness because it wasn't talked about. So we've talked to and had interactions with lots mm-hmm. of moms of loss who lost their babies 30, 40, 50 years ago. And what happened back then is you don't hold your baby Sometimes you don't even see your baby. They just take them to another room. They go to the morgue. Maybe you had a ceremony for them. Maybe you didn't have a ceremony for them. And then you just didn't talk about it again. Mm -hmm. And so I've got, you know, I've talked to a mom who said, you know, that my baby's birthday was uh, two weeks ago and he would have been 50. Mm -hmm. And it was like Mm -hmm. she told me and she probably hadn't told four other people in her life. Mm -hmm that she thinks about him every day. Mm -hmm. We don't want that to happen. And so I don't want a mom of loss to have one uh, person who um, maybe from experience or maybe not from experience because talking about death puts you face to face with death and it's scary topic. So a lot of people don't want to talk about it. So I don't want that to come out of fear is that somebody didn't say something and Mm -hmm. say, Hey, this is your only opportunity to make Mm -hmm. any sort of, positive memories with your baby that and Anna says it so much more eloquently than I do but like to pull from that in the future mm-hmm. well I I definitely look forward to our angel ambassador community because again I think it's one of those communities that will keep growing slowly but surely because mm-hmm. it's a community of women who reach back and help other women mm-hmm. and not only that we're reaching forward and talking to healthcare providers and nurses mm-hmm. so the community is not just angel ambassadors mm-hmm. it's like our whole birthing community you know and mm-hmm. it's a beautiful relationship that I think will just keep getting stronger and stronger. And Mm -hmm. I think that's the way it should be. I think that's the way the angel ambassador program should look forward to is we're going to be, we're going to be close to the bereavement nurse and the bereavement teams. And Mm -hmm. we're going to be close to the new moms of loss. And then the new moms of loss will come in and it's just going to be like a breathing living community that will just keep expanding. And that's, that's what we're, I think we look forward to the most is Mm -hmm. seeing how this will take on a life of its own. And I see it in the future. It just takes, it takes, it's it's, a slow process. It's taking our, even though we have, we came, we came out of, you know, our official 501c3 and like vaulted (laughs) into (laughs) um, outer space with how busy we got. Yeah. And how we can continue to stay busy, but yeah. Ultimately, our process is slow and is steady, and that's okay with oh, us. Oh, we want it to be like We that, want yeah. this to be the most cherished, mm-hmm. um, prized possession mm-hmm. that each mom has. Mm-hmm. And so that takes thought. It takes time. It takes mm-hmm. trial and error. Mm-hmm. And we've grown so much just even in this second year of tweaking items, tweaking mm-hmm. things, um, 
yeah. learning from other moms of loss about what was important to them and how mm-hmm. then we can mm-hmm. um, shape what we're doing in our practice mm-hmm. for the next mom. So mm-hmm. I think we're ever evolving and we're mm-hmm. ever understanding that mm-hmm. this will be, uh, you know, a constant growth. Um, but, and, and we're excited well, and, and it takes relation, it takes relationship to, yeah. for it to grow. And I think one of the things that we're going to plan on doing this fall is doing a, a whole like social retreat mm-hmm. with our bereavement nurses, mm-hmm. with our angel ambassadors together mm-hmm. so that we can become like just more unified and more, you know, it, yeah. it becomes more, yeah. more of a community that way. So that is one thing that we are looking forward to this fall. Um, and of course we're going to hopefully have another training. So again, if you're, if you're listening to this as a mom of loss in the Houston area, just know like we're having a training every fall, every spring. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, we want you, we want you a part of this. We want you a part of this community that's growing. So yeah, that's one big thing that happened this year. I realized, I didn't realize it was just this year that, yeah, all of that mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, we haven't. Well, and I think it's important to kind of note too, that we haven't even hit our like second anniversary that won't yeah. happen until the end of October. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, and we haven't even hit the second year of when we got together for the first time for <laughs> I know. dinner. Oh, I guess you're and right. yeah. Cause that was September. August. It was, August. August. it was right after Carter's birthday, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's wild that the dream of Moha wasn't even of, yeah hadn't even come alive mm-hmm. well Holland what was like a highlight from this past year for you like your, your favorite memory oh. from Moha this past year I and we say this yeah. past year hasn't been a year but because we're wrapping up the season we're yeah. kind season. of wrapping season. up what What's we've been, been your doing highlight of this past the season. highlight of the season <laughs> um I really like how the podcast has um molded or not molded but like um matured into having so many quote unquote experts Mm -hmm. on different topics. I think that keeping a variety helps to keep, you know, listeners engaged. And also, um, you know, if one podcast episode wasn't for somebody, Mm -hmm. maybe the next one would be because it touches home in a different way. And I like being able to include people from a distance too. Like even though we're based in Houston in West Houston and most of our like on the ground mission work is here. Um, we are able to still bring awareness and comfort and, um, maybe topics and, and advice that hits home to people who aren't even in Texas. Cause, and we've heard back from those people Mm -hmm. and that also probably is a big part of it is the feedback. Well, with that being said, if there's a mom of loss out there who listens to a podcast episode and something sparks in their mind, like, Oh man, I would really love to learn more about X, Y, and Z Mm -hmm. shoot us that in an email and we'll do the research Mm -hmm. and we'll, we'll find the appropriate Mm -hmm. um, person to talk to. Mm -hmm. Um, The more understanding we have about our community and our loss, the better we all are going to end up being. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, just because the three of us hasn't thought about it doesn't mean that someone out there hasn't. Mm -hmm. Um, so be sure to, to send us a quick little email. Like I'd love to hear more about X, Y, and Z, and we will be happy to look into that. Mm -hmm. I think what I'm excited about for the podcast future is, um, one, of the most dear families that I know, my pastor who ended up doing, um, 
speaking and at the service for Eden, um, this beautiful couple, um, Scott and Charlotte had a loss of their own. Um, and so, you know, just letting the community know like, Hey, it can happen to anyone. I felt so isolated in the moment. Like when you're going through it, mm-hmm. you only feel like it's just you. You it's can't never think of to one else. person that it's happened yes. to in the moment. And yeah. so for, to, to feel singled out and to be in the moment almost mad and, and, and you need to be angry at somebody and are you angry at God? Who knows? But then to hear that a pastor and his beautiful wife experienced a loss. And so in that moment, I felt, wow, mm-hmm. um, there was almost this, this light that came into view of God didn't single me out. Mm-hmm. You know, this could happen to anyone. Mm-hmm. And so in that moment, I didn't feel alone. Mm-hmm. So, um, we'll that'll get be a to, good episode. Yeah. We'll get mm-hmm. to talk to them and see their, their walk with mm-hmm. Christ, mm-hmm. um, after losing a child, that will be very interesting. Yeah. I can't wait to pick their brain. So, mm-hmm. well, what else was like a highlight for you from this past year? Oh my like, God, the fundraiser. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> it was, um, I, I swear I was on a high for like the next week. It was so beautiful. There, there were not, not only was the night so momentous, and it um, went off without, so, I mean, it just was such a beautiful night. It, hard to find words to describe it. Um, what I felt such a sense of achievement was the group of people behind us mm-hmm. that like, wow, there are, other than the three of us, there are so many people in this world that want to see us succeed, that, that mm-hmm. believe in our mission, that believe in our hopes and our dreams for this. That was amazing to see complete strangers, volunteers, you know, holding up our items at our silent auction, this yeah. wonderful group of women that I still don't even know who they were. Um, like, can we like get a little shot? We, I thought these ladies were some friends of Brittany's or Holland's and none of us, all three of us after the gala were like, wait, where, who were where these did those women, women come from? I think yeah. they're from Austin. So if you're listening to us, can you reach out to us? Cause we all thought you were friends of each other, <laughs> yeah. like one of us and none of us exactly knew where y'all came from. Um, so please reach out. Our y'all were angels. Yeah. Yes. You guys Gala came angels. in, you were so poised and just amazing volunteers. So please reach out to us and we want to communicate with you guys. Cause that was awesome. That was an awesome experience with them. It, it yeah. was yeah. so awesome. The whole night was awesome. You know, I was very stressed and I had a brand new baby and, um, you know, I felt like I was, uh, very with it and had all my ducks in a row. At least I felt like it for the first fundraiser and really hit the ground running and knew that I had to ultimately take more of a step back with this one, just because I had a brand new baby and Mm -hmm. the gala falls right around Eden's birthday. And so really, you know, doing a, service to myself of like still remembering Eden and taking the time for her. And so I wanted this to, you know, again, type a, um, (laughs) want to feel like I'm so involved. So feeling like my type a personality had to take a step back and then seeing that it was still so successful Mm -hmm. with all of our volunteers, with our gala committee, it, it was, um, that's a good question. Did you feel like you, that was a trust test for you where you, now you feel like, okay, like we yeah. have a team that can take yeah, care of this. Yeah. Like, that ultimately yeah. it yeah. is a team that, that it is um, a team. And it we was have to lean on so beautifully. Like, um, what was your favorite part of the night? 
I loved the moms of loss wearing the teal ribbons and then standing and like the acknowledging picture. Them. Yeah, mm-hmm. acknowledging them and the That's picture of it. I want to say like it almost felt like each table had at least one mom of oh, loss yeah. at it. Yeah. So absolutely. And we had 25 tables. <laughs> I know, right? And we've already been told and yeah. told and we know. It was a big learning experience. It was a big learning experience. We need more space. We need more space for more people. I mean, I've already had um, a few people who have already said, well, we want two tables next year instead mm-hmm. of one. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. we didn't get to come, but we heard it was yeah. tight. Yeah. So mm-hmm. can you have a bigger space and can we already uh, reserve our two tables, yeah. which yeah. to me, that is a huge <laughs> compliment. That it's is a yeah. huge yeah. testament yeah. to our community yeah. mm-hmm. really wanting to support us. Yes. And remember, you know, we're, we're looking forward to it growing, yeah. of course, yes. um, but it's also easy for our network to know that it's the bereaved mother international bereaved mother's day weekend every year. So mm-hmm. it's really easy that for we us host it. Yeah. that we host yeah. our, our fundraiser. And so it's like, it's good. It feels like bringing light people, and awareness. Right. And, yeah. and people can plan on that weekend. Like mm-hmm. just know that's, that's when our that's gala when will is. be. The yep. weekend before Mother's the Day before is Mother's Day. Uh, international. It, hel- it helps to, for people to know and then they can already make plans the year before. Okay. So my favorite moment. Yes. Brittany, what was your highlight of the night then? It ended up being, okay. So I was the MC and I, it was one of those like, okay, voluntold positions. And I was like, Oh God, I don't know if I really want to do this. I like speaking, but none in front of 270 people. (laughs) Um, I loved, so we practiced the morning of, we went through our script, which I'm so glad we did. Yeah. And there were times where we would pause either for applause or different parts of the script finishing up and and transitioning to another part. I loved getting to those moments of pause and looking up and seeing that people were so engaged Mm -hmm. with what we had to Mm -hmm. say. Mm -hmm. Natalie was head of our gala committee and she wrote this incredible script. Um, And it touched, I think, so not only did our three parts when we spoke at the beginning spoke to our mission and what we were trying to accomplish, but then trying to highlight the awareness that we were trying to bring and to see 200 and some odd faces really hanging on to each word um, really made me feel like, man, we're making a difference. Like this is really happening. Awareness where we need to bring awareness. Yeah. Um, and then just the generous hearts of being able to walk through the silent auction rooms Mm -hmm. and seeing Mm -hmm. people outbidding each other and Mm -hmm. how fun the silent auction was Mm -hmm. and people outbidding each Mm other. Um, it it was such a beautiful night Mm -hmm. that, um, it was fun. And it was, and it, it was, was fun. fun. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. we can look forward to next year, you know, we're going to hopefully add another element, you know, bringing an angel ambassador on the stage or bringing, you know, just, we look forward to it growing. Like yeah. we look forward to maybe a dance floor. We look forward to all the yeah. fun things that we can add to this night because we know that we have to, we have to put everything into that night to share what we're doing and what we want to accomplish. So mm-hmm. And yeah, we, we whatever we raise goes yeah. right back into yeah. our mission. We are a hundred percent donation based. Yeah. And so, you know, it's so imperative for us to be able to raise these funds because then that goes back into each mm-hmm. mom that we sit with, each, each mom family. that we help, each family. Yeah. Um, and so we want to be able to, 
to never have to say no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so these nights are so important for us and to have the success that we did and, and raise the money over our goal, mm-hmm. um, was just, it felt like, okay, this is going to be another great year so where we glad. don't have to say any no's right. that we can continue to say yes. Mm-hmm. So true. The gala was awesome. But I, th- I think my, my highlight, and maybe it's just because it, I have that, I have that education, like feeling, you know, that education background was when we got to do that seminar with the nurses that mm-hmm. it was the new, so they were new, they called them new grads, new grads, but they had graduated and been working on the unit with their preceptors. Some of them came from other units and were learning like labor and delivery. Yeah. But yeah, that was really neat. It was just, a cool, was it was like, like our first almost mini seminar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and it gave us a taste of like, this is where we need to put our education. Together. Oh, you know what I mean? Yes. Like it gave us that, un- like that and quick tell understanding. Us, tell listeners why, why we want to educate the nurses. Well, especially at that point, right. And they're turning of their, of where they're going mm-hmm. there. It's like their first step into these labor and delivery units. We took a poll beforehand. How many had mm-hmm. seen a deceased a, baby? And, it was and there were some in the room who even at this point through nursing school and their little bit of experience already, hadn't and then we asked were they afraid and they were and Very well pr- there was one girl who was like okay I'll go for like basically yeah, like yeah. y'all won't say anything but I'm terrified yeah you know like and at nor I would assume everyone would be yeah. you know like that's not no- uh, abnormal I guess but I also feel like we can reach you at this point mm-hmm. we're gonna change your whole attitude your entire career and how you and how you practice. just how you approach a bedside of a mom of loss. And if we can do that every year for all new, all new nurses, all, if we could just get into nursing schools and do just a short seminar, I think we could, we could change that. We could change this of standard of care through our mission through, you know, it doesn't have to come through the healthcare nursing initiative. Mm-hmm. It can come from us and mm-hmm. we can, we bring personal experience mm-hmm. and we bring our resources mm-hmm. with us. You know like, what? That is me so excited neat. for that because I see it every time we go in and do an in-service with the nurses mm-hmm. is that light bulb moment yeah. for mm-hmm. even just one nurse mm-hmm. who is used to just being at the bedside and doing her day in and day out. Mm-hmm. That's sparking her interest and in wanting to proceed with learning more about grief and bereavement. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been very enlightening going into these hospitals. Some don't have a specific bere- mm-hmm. grief and bereavement nurse. And then there are some hospitals who have a whole program with mm-hmm. multiple nurses that will always take care of the mom mm-hmm. of loss that mm-hmm. comes in. Um, so to me, it's so intriguing to see these minds that are like, Ooh, mm-hmm. that might be something that I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. And then they approach us at the end mm-hmm. and it's like, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and Absolutely. you've said it so many times before, Brittany, it's like asking that question, how many lectures or clinical hours did we get on bereavement care in nursing school mm-hmm. and zip nothing, maybe a chapter in a book. And, yeah. <laughs> and I think we've said it's because hospitals are focused on healing, healing and, and health and, and living. And, yeah. And yeah. that's something in our seminar. When I was trying to design the curriculum for that seminar, I was like, if that's the case, then like, why, why is it not approached as a healing moment for these nurses, for, them, for, the, for mom. the mom, you know, you're healing yeah. something in that moment. You're not healing the baby. You know, you're mm-hmm. not going to bring this baby back mm-hmm. to life, but you're healing something, you know, mm-hmm. like you're, you know, you're, 
in that room anyway. Right. And if your job is to be a healing per- person in that room, like this is it. Yeah. And this is how you can bring healing to this moment. And it's okay yeah. that it's not healing the body yeah. of a baby. Yeah. Um, so it, it just, I just feel like it really, I, I don't know. I felt like it shined in our education um, aspect of our mission. Um, and hopefully, and we look forward to mm-hmm. another seminar in the fall. And we look forward to other in-services with other hospitals that we are creating relationships with. And if you are a hospital in the Houston area and you would like our in-service, you know, or more information, it's under our hospital services on our website. And you can just email us. We will get you on the books and we mm-hmm. will come and do an in-service. Um, and you can send anyone you'd like to our seminar. So that's definitely something I think we can look forward to. Yeah. You know, next for sure. year too. So, yeah. so I love that we each had a highlight of this yeah. year. I think that's like, that's a big deal, you mm-hmm. know, and I think we forget how much we accomplish in one year because each month can change from, productivity to the next and mm-hmm. so it just it's good to look back and it's good for our listeners to look back and hear it too you know like you guys make a difference by even just listening to our podcast yes. so thank you for yeah. listening yeah we appreciate it we're we are excited for what's to come in season four of our podcast oh, yeah. and the rest of this year of 2023 yep. you know we have big hopes and big dreams and we are trying to fulfill them as best and as fast as possible but Um, We are still a a little baby organization, but man, we hope to um, expand over the years and create something that can be nationwide. And so it is because of our listeners and our moms and our communities and our families um, being supportive of us that we are able to do this and we're able to continue to thrive. And so we're so appreciative of this community and we thank you from the bottom of our hearts and we thank you that you've taken our mission and ran with it as well. And um, it's because of you. And so we are, we are grateful and thankful and listen continue to listen and be ready for the rest of this year and what we have in store we'd like to show our appreciation by recognizing one of our sponsors talus energy talus aims to provide energy solutions that positively influences our local communities please visit our website at mohanetwork.org to find out how you can become a Platinum Partner today and secure a spot on our growing network.